Hey guys, what's going on? Brandon Harris here, The Tattooed Conservative. I'm on my next episode of uh, The Tattooed Conservative on the Weekly Deplorable. Guys, I've been all over Illinois. Me and the wife have been down south, up north, to the west, to the east, to the south sides of Illinois. We've seen it all, guys. And what we've noticed uh, today, even, guys, down in the middle of nowhere, Henry, Illinois, People frustrated with Governor Pritzker wanting us to go out to Rockford and to stand against the governor, to stand against his illegal orders, and to stand against the crap that's going on in Illinois. Now, guys, when we look at the state as a whole, we look at the nation, we're going to be the first state to declare bankruptcy ever in the U.S. Illinois is on path to destruction with Governor Pritzker. Prior to Pritzker was Rauner, a Republican who, yeah, he was a soft rhino, but at least he did a little better. Prior to that was Quinn, and prior to that was Blagojevich, guys. And uh, Blago is coming out now speaking heavily against some of the things his party's done, telling us the facts and the truth, and they're trying to hush Blago up. So, guys, I ask that you stay tuned in with Blagojevich. You stay tuned in with us. You see exactly what's going on in your state, what's going on with your party, and what's going on downstate Illinois in Springfield, folks. Because I can promise you this, what's going on, you won't appreciate, you won't respect, and it's going to flip your mind. We are headed to, I kid you not, getting up, going, taking off to Rockford tomorrow to see exactly what's going on in Illinois, guys. We want to see not only what's going on here at our local party, but what's going on on the statewide level, what's going on across Illinois, and the Tattooed Conservative, my team, we're going to pack up, bag up, take some Pritzker Sock signs, some Trump 2020, make Illinois great again signs, and guys, we are going to take off tomorrow to Rockford. We have been to Pekin. We've been to Henry. We've been to Macomb. We've been to Rock Island. We've been all the way up to uh, different parts of McHenry, Crystal Lake, Lake in the Hills, Fox Lake. We've been to Decatur. We've been to Effingham. We've been to 101 out of 102 counties to hear the same exact story. The governor's overliving this. The governor's making money. The governor is taking from the people to give to himself, guys. And that's a fact. Our governor is part of the tracing program. Our governor is part of the COVID-19 plot and plan, folks. He's making money on the tests. He's making money in every direction. The man rips off his toilet seats and then becomes your governor to take even more money with a fake... Well, I can't say fake. It's a real virus, but the uh, extremities of this virus have become falsified. The CDC has admitted fault. Everybody's admitted fault. Trump has added 2.4 million jobs to our economy in the last three weeks, and the Democrats, of course, want to take credit. They want to take a knee for George Floyd. Guys, I feel more than anybody for a man who dies at the hands of police. As a white male growing up in a group home as the only white male out of nine boys, I was one out of nine young men. I had two Hispanic men, the rest were African-American, and me in a home with all African-American team leaders, minus Margie. Margie was my white team lead. She was the one who acted like my mom, Glenn Seymour, an African-American man, treated me as though he was my dad. I lost my dad at 17 to suicide, folks. My pops killed himself while I was in a group home having back surgery. Guys, me more than anyone can tell you, when I see racism, I call it out. I got no problem stopping racism. What I do have a problem with is a man with a 12-page record getting killed by the police illegally. The cops were wrong. Though he did have a 12-page violent record, the police overreacted. The officer on scene heavily overreacted and should be charged, causing riots on a nationwide level to the point where we're burning down black-owned businesses, white-owned businesses, 
Hispanic, Chinese, and every other minority-owned business as possible. There is a separation of church and state, and there is a separation of a man dying and destroying other people's things. At this point, this is a George Soros twist from the left to the right. They are destroying things that belong to people of all cultures, of all religions, of all races, guys. The destruction caused by these terrorists, caused by Antifa, is nothing more than that, folks. It's destruction. It is destruction caused by a group of angry leftists who cannot get their way any other way, so they utilize people's emotions to prey on the American people to cause an uprising and an anarchy, guys. It's unacceptable. The call off of police, the city council voting against the police department in Minneapolis, completely unacceptable. We're literally seeing a complete revolution against modern society, folks. This is what we've been warned about. This is what we need to look forward to. And this is what we need to plan for. Stay tuned in for my next segment, guys. Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative on the Weekly Deplorable Show. And I will be back. Check out Freedom Movement USA on Facebook. And check out Open Illinois by Freedom Movement USA. Hey guys, Brandon Harris back here talking about exactly what's going on in Illinois today and in the United States, folks. We're coming into the 2020 election cycle. We've got Soros using tons and tons of money, millions and billions of dollars to fund a terrorist organization known as Antifa. We've got the Russians today. The U.S. caught two separate troops of Russian bombers coming into the Alaskan border. Our team was able to catch them, revert them, and get them out, showing zero vulnerabilities to the United States border. And guys, we're too busy focused on local terrorism, Antifa, and everything going on in Illinois, in the United States, across the country. We've got politicians bowing. We've got NASCAR pulling the right to have a Confederate flag out. We've got people in St. Paul, Minnesota pulling down the statue of Columbus. I mean, folks, complete uprising. We're watching America fall at its hinges. We're watching the country that we're raised in. The, I mean, God, the freedom. The freedom, I'm sorry to stutter there, but the freedom we were raised around fall to freaking pieces, guys. And we're too worried about what's going on with Cher, what's going on with Oprah, and what the heck the Kardashians have going on, and maybe where Colin Kaepernick stands on the situation. Folks, we need to open our eyes. We need to relate. Hell, we need to realize that America is not going to stand long if we keep going this route. I personally, for one, guys, I believe that we have overstepped. We've not only overstepped, we've continued to overstep American Constitution. We've stepped on our rights. We've handed our rights to the man in hopes that by controlling a population of people, the message we don't want heard won't get out. And that's both sides, guys. I mean it. That's the right, the left, the in-between. That's the socialist. That's the extreme right, the extreme left. We've drowned out our message, we've drowned out our freedoms, and we've handed them over for tyranny. We've handed them over for political control. We've handed those freedoms over for complete disaster, folks. No side is right at this point. Though I stand with President Trump, I don't agree with the fact that both sides are on extremes. I don't agree with the hate. I don't agree with the bipolar opposites, folks. Somewhere we have to meet in the damn middle. We have to become a team. We have to unify the nation. If not, Russia will take over. China will take over. We will become a communist nation. We will see many of our friends and family die because we showed a vulnerability and a weakness. Guys, I'm going to pause here. Take three seconds and think about vulnerability and weakness. Because that's exactly what we're showing, folks. Realistically, that's what we're showing our enemies. Right now, here in America, we're showing that we're not only vulnerable, but folks, that we are weak. We're showing in 2020 election cycle, one of the most important in our time, with the highest rated economy ever, that China can hit us with a falsified virus. They can hit us with a man-made virus, 
kill some people, and take over our nation. Our elections, our election cycles, folks, this isn't Trump's fault. This isn't Pelosi's fault. I'm not blaming Schumer. I'm not blaming Ted Cruz. I'm not blaming anybody at this point, guys. I am blaming those who need to be blamed, the Chinese. This is a Chinese virus straight from China in hopes that they could offer American elections, the American economy, and the take back of money for America from the Chinese government. And that's exactly what we've done, guys. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Call me a liar. Call me as you wish. But guys, why is it that the first time in 50 years we've had a fair trade agreement with China, three weeks later we have a worldwide virus that shuts down countries across the planet? Why is Egypt still in peril? Why are we still in peril in places like Bolivia, Kazakhstan, places like Pakistan, Iran, North Korea, South Korea, hell, even America, guys? Why is the world in shutdown? The world's in shutdown because for once the United States has stood up. For once we have a business-minded leader and not a politician going, hey, you owe us something kickback. This isn't Obama. It's not a Bush. It's not a Clinton. And it's surely not another Bush, guys. This is a businessman going, hey, folks, look at the bottom line. We're in the red. We need to be in the green to be prosperous. Why is it that we fight back? Yes, by all means. Does Donald Trump say a little bit too much on Twitter sometimes? God bless. I don't say that much on Twitter, but he's the president. This man fought for a seat. He's lost money in his seat. How is it that J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, the governor of Michigan, the governor of New Jersey are all profiting in their seats? Nancy Pelosi becomes a hundred millionaire in her seat. Schumer, all these different guys, Mitt Romney, they've been there for 50, 60 years, guys, are blaming 50, 60 years of problems on a guy who's been there before. How is it that 50 or 60 years of problems are now being dropped on Donald Trump? Think about it, folks. We are walking into a time cycle. We're walking into a world where we're going to blame a guy who's been there for three and a half years for 50 years of problems. We're too dumb to realize it. The sheep on both sides are too stupid to open their eyes. So we're going to blame this guy. Tune in with me this Sunday for a real eye-opening episode of the Tattoo Conservative on the Weekly Deplorable. It's Brandon Harris checking out.